0: Hi everyone. It's Dr. Denise and this is the Embrace Your Neurostyle and Beyond series. And I'm so honored to have Tom Massari back on the show. He was on the show earlier this year and if you want, I'll put the link into that, but Tom, welcome back.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me and it's my honor to be with you
0: again. Well, we're wrapping up 2023 and it's my honor To have from a sensory perception, you know, neurostyle, embracing your neurostyle and beyond is defined as we all process and perceive information in our own unique way. And one of my big wins for 2023 is listening to my intuition in a very deep way. And that's how I um, met you, Tom. I met you from watching one of your reels and then having inner knowing that I felt like I already knew you. And so yeah. we did a whole show that discussed who you are. Can you let everyone know um, a little bit about who you are? And it's a, it's a celebration, too, of 51 years of channeling this year, correct? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Yep. November this year, November 3rd, marked 51 years channeling for me. Um, I grew up in Chicago. I had a normal childhood, just like everybody else, nothing special um when i was 14 we were living in cicero illinois suburb just outside of chicago if people don't know the landscape of chicago uh and i saw my first ufo it was silently floating about 150 feet above our house and just spinning and floating and 14 years old i thought that the space people were going to kidnap me (laughs) so I ran in the house and I called uh, Glenview Naval Air Base, and they had me on the phone with them for about an hour talking to different men. And the last guy I talked to said, Well, what you saw was an experimental airplane pulling a lighted sign behind it. (laughs) And and I said, Okay, thank you. And I hung the phone up and I made a hand gesture to the phone and I said, I know what I saw. So that started, I think, um, my if you want to call it journey into metaphysics or whatever. But I was a musician for, since I was 15 years old. And in 1972, I was in California, living in California, and had my first encounter with channeling. Um, the, The girl that I was going with had three boys, three sons. And in one of the bedrooms, whenever I was there, I always felt like there was somebody with me, but I could never see who it was. So I thought it was just a ghost. We had a friend visiting us, and one night I said, let's go in this bedroom and see if we can talk to the ghost. And we had no idea what we were doing. So after about a half hour of doing that, we decided to go into the front room, which people call the living room, but being from Chicago, I call it the front room. My girlfriend and our friend went to the front room. I went into the kitchen to get a drink of water. And on my way to the front room, I was stopped in my tracks. I couldn't move. And I told them, I said, something is happening. Watch me make sure I'm okay. Started reciting Shakespeare. And that would go on for about three minutes. And I would come back to being Tom for about three minutes, back and forth for about three hours. Uh, So that was my first experience with... um, with channeling and oh, i was never... i,
0: I want to actually just pause because there's all different audience people that are going to be tuning into this and i want to be i want to invite everyone to be very open-minded and even think back in your life when you had an inner knowing sensory perception there are people that are going to listen and watch this that are Um, mediums and practicing mediums, but there's also people who don't even realize that at times they were accessing the unseen. There's the seen energy, the unseen. And the way I understand the universe right now is I want to honor all different belief systems and that we've got linear and nonlinear Newtonian and then quantum physics. And so when Tom's just sharing this right now at 51 years ago, well, he's been a practicing um, uh, channeling person for 51 years, right? But you've had yeah. these life experiences that were extrasensory. You were getting sensory input.
2: I think, and I may be wrong, but I
1: think that everyone gets some type of sensory input from time to time in their life. Um. I saw on YouTube somebody saying, if you're talking and all of a sudden words start pouring out of your mouth and you think, my God, where did that come from? That means you're a channel. Well, no, it doesn't mean you're a channel. To be a channel or a medium, to be authentic, you have to be born into being that. But I think everybody gets information at times from elsewhere, somebody
0: else or something else. Well, this is why the embrace your neurostyle and beyond is defined as we all process and perceive information in our own unique way and then i talk about the fabulous five biological psychological um biological psychological social cultural spiritual and then coupled with six sense intuition i try to bridge it you know i have my western medicine training as an integrative psychiatrist but I'm highly intuitive I'm an empath and over all the years of having people confide in me you know there's just different sensory perceptions different spidey senses and this is such an exciting one of the shows that's wrapping up 2023 because the fact that I was honored to connect with you have you on the show keep telling us a bit more before we keep going with the show but to me um the world's ready now to talk about consciousness, to talk about the quantum universe. You and I, even I would say five years ago, the this conversation that we're having would be received very different than it would be now. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Probably, maybe not
1: five years ago, maybe 10 years ago. But years yeah, ago. It, it would have been really different than than we're than the way we are able to have it now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So do you want to just give a summary of just what you ignited in California and being a pioneer and your own? I know in the very first show we did, we talked about your own scientific method that you took when you started being able to recite Shakespeare and just to have different episodes in order to integrate and understand it. you got many evaluations. You kind of looked at what's going on. Um, you really took the scientific method as these gifts of yours were evolving
1: when I guess you can say that when I started channeling back in seventy two, there were just a very few of us who were channeling at the time in Los Angeles. So basically, I had nobody to talk to. I had nobody to learn from. So I had to figure all of this out for myself. The biggest thing that, You have to do when you're a channel or a medium is get yourself out of the way so the information can come through and you're not filtering it, you're not adding to it or changing it. Took me eight years to learn how to do that, but I finally got it figured out. And it all boils down to trust. All boils down to trust. Took me a long time to trust Abram because he would. I met a doctor in Los Angeles and he was having a hard time because one of his patients was not getting better. She had multiple sclerosis or something like that. So he came to talk to Abram, and Abram was telling him...
0: Can we honor Abram? Abram's a part of who you are, but for everyone tuning in, describe Abram.
1: I guess you could... Well, he's had three lives as a physical person. He's no longer physical, so... I refer to him as an energy essence. People can call him a spirit or, you know, whatever, but I refer to him as an energy essence.
0: Perfect. So there was a time when there was a physician having some challenges. And when you go into your sleep medium, Tom Masari is a sleep medium. So when he gets his ego out of the way, which you'll see a little bit in a little bit, um, that allows the energy essence of Abram to come through and to give guidance and this you were just telling a story about the guidance Abram was giving
1: yeah so this doctor told Abram you know I'm treating this this patient and I'm really not getting results so Abram started telling him things and I was able to listen because I was not yet out of the way not being able to listen so and I kept thinking I hope this guy Abram knows what the heck he's talking about because I don't want to get in trouble with this doctor. And I, I still didn't trust what Abram was saying. It takes a long time for anyone to trust what they're doing just because we're people. Mm-hmm. So the doctor came back about a month or so later and said, well, I tried, you suggested I'm getting results. She's getting better.
0: And how did that doctor initially find you and Abram?
1: I don't remember. We're talking about 1972. Oh wow. <laughs> don't even ask me what I had for dinner last night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, but this is really wonderful. So, um as a sleep medium and your ability to get the ego out of the way, you've now for 51 years, happy birthday to you and Abram. Um thank you. Happy birthday. You have been fortunate to learn how to work with the energy essence of Abram to inspire, help, guide, help others with their own gifts. And I was very fortunate to meet Abram because of my own intuition in May of this year. Actually, it was end of April when I saw Tom Masari on a reel. And I believe it was with that wonderful woman that you just did a show with. What's her name?
1: Oh, Jane
0: yes and so basically when i heard tom's voice it wasn't what he said it was an inner knowing i get clear inner knowing i get things in threes and it was such a full body response when we have our own unique understanding of what i call our i am awarenesses whether it's tingles whether it's ideas thoughts and we're learning how to really trust tom just talked about the importance of trust i trusted my own gut reached out to tom and before we got to know one another, I wanted to have a session with Abram and um, we're going to meet Abram in a little bit. So maybe I'll talk more about that with Abram, but that inner knowing and the super synchronicity of attracting you to me in 2023, this has been a big win for me meeting you because it shows that I've been doing my swimming, my good holistic health. I've been getting things out of the way. To attract like minded people that want to help and do good on earth. And so, whatever profession we're in, or whatever our own sensory perception is, the more simple we can keep our lives, I believe we can attract pure intentions and good collegiality and be able to have talks like this and, and attract someone like yourself. So, I'm very honored. And I also wanted to say I've been very fortunate to meet Sue Masari. So, Tom and Sue Masari are this amazing, amazing dyad. And right after I met Tom and then had the session with Abram, I had this inner knowing that I was going to be connected. And Tom, we talked about this a little bit in the first show, but you, when I reached out to you, you had an initial feeling as well. I did, yeah. When you booked that session, I told Sue, I said,
1: a doctor just booked a private session with Abram and I'm kind of excited about doing it. I don't know why, but I'm kind of excited about doing this and and meeting this person.
0: And I feel like that's, I want to invite people to think about when they listen to their voice and they do something and then you hold a sacred space. So not only did I have the uh, meeting with Abram, but Tom and I've had several meetings, some alone, some with Sue. We've done the interview and we've actually really, I would say, one of my topics of the year was reverent relationships rock. And I feel like a lot of humanity is feeling lonely or sad. And I think when we take the time to get to know one another and the way each other's sensory styles are and the way your universe and my universe or Sue's universe or anyone's universe can work together or inspire one another. Sometimes we meet people for a short time and just that simple meeting. So I just want to say that this, uh, this meeting today, and we we waited too because initially we were so excited. I was really grateful for my audience to know more about Abram, but it felt so sacred to get to know you, Tom, and Sue first, and to take our time with it. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. when there's energy essences that are so infinite, I'm just gonna say. Infinite energy essences, infinite (laughs) energy essences, infinite energy essences. I like things in threes. I love that. When you find an energy essence that's so expansive that you feel so creative and so inspiring, it's for me in the human body, when I experience that with myself or with others, I've learned to pace it more so that you can really take it in and, and and enjoy it and understand it and possibly create with that type of energy.
1: Yeah. 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 Abram always advises people, take a nice long breath, take a step back, slow down and keep everything simple and things will start working. And he always, you know, he always tells people, trust in your instinct, trust in that. Because it'll it'll never let you down.
0: Well, I will. So, go ahead.
1: I see, and I see a lot of people right now who are trying to find their identity, and they're having a hard time because of all the craziness that's going on in mm-hmm. this country and and on the on the planet. You know, so you know, I mean, we need. More people like Abram to talk to more people, you know, and say, Hey, you know, this is your world. How do you want it to be? You don't have to have it the way somebody tells you. You have to have it. You can have it your way. So, how do you want it to be? But I think things are slowly changing, which is good.
0: Absolutely. So, at the very time that I met you in the spring of 2023, I was in the time epoch when I was interviewing Wendy Kennedy, who channels the Pleiadians. Yeah. And yeah. I like to take scientific method with some of my own inner knowings. And I, I tend to see things in the future, uh, but then I do all the work to make it happen. And so I was told in uh, Akashic Record reading that I did with this incredible um, Mary Medeiros, that your DNA, Denise, is mostly not from here. And by the way, I want everyone to keep an open mind. I know I can pinch myself and that we would do a DNA test and I'm functioning in the human realm. But when I had that Akashic record reading, it felt to the bone correct in the sense that I knew that there's unseen transmissions. And so Wendy Kennedy uh, was on the show and I've read her books. And, you know, one of the, in 2015, I wrote this beautiful spiritual mission statement About love all kind. And it came from my heart. It came, it was leading with love. And I wrote in capitals, love all kind. And at that moment in 2015, I was just starting to really attune to my own intuition. I was on my own scientific journey, training in remote viewing, keeping an open mind, still staying as a doctor, but just advancing in my understanding. And I wrote this really nice sensory perception about that we're all like love, all kind for me meant all beings in the universe. It wasn't just human. It wasn't just animals on earth. It was all, it was so like, it was like infinite. And I, then I wrote very linear tasks, like as a doctor, I'll help people to access their own higher self, their own best friend, be a facilitator, knowing that everyone has their own answers. That we have to go within, and so I wrote that spiritual mission statement. At the time, I met Tom Masari was right when I was meeting Wendy Kennedy of the Pleiadians, and I did a couple of the workshops just to listen. But it was all stuff that already resonated in my own, I would say, ancestral DNA, spiritual DNA, other kind. I I love all kind. I love, and I was told that my own guides for anyone listening, but that if you're not, if you're in Tom's audience, you guys know this language. If you're in my audience, just learning um, my own higher self was clapping when I said love all kind, because they knew the other beings, the energy essences that the the love all kind was beyond what the human mind could even imagine on the consciousness perspective. And so meeting Wendy Kennedy, uh, meeting Tom Masari and Sue Masari for me is what I call the universe wins the universe lottery, because it's part of <laughs> my own it's like I'm like a little girl. I get so excited. i I <laughs> I feel like it's like when you're in that playful curiosity and you attract other humans that have different energy essences that are expansive, and you know that they lead with love and heart. That to me is it. Like that's love all kinds. Like we can make things as complex or we can go and have quantum physicists on the show, which I will do. But I just feel like for me personally, celebrating and honoring your body of work today. And then we waited to have Abram come on because I felt that Abram, that sacred transmission, that the energy essence of Abram and your relationship for 51 years with him and even protecting you and Sue over the years, when there's people that have these types of gifts, we all can meet like people that are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, people that want to use us, people that are not like aligned in integrity. And I think Tom and I really took the time to get to know one another. And we're still building that because we still have to do our human stuff. You know, I I would want to do a show every day with you and Abram. And maybe that's what's going to happen as we work more together. But my point is we have to enjoy the process. So it's like you yeah. to respond to that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I, I keep saying if it ain't fun, don't do it, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> Okay. I keep, I, I keep things very simple. If it ain't fun, don't do it. Okay. When you enjoy, when you enjoy the process, you're not looking at the end result. Too many people start something and they, they go to the end result right away. And that prevents them from taking the necessary steps to whatever they're trying to accomplish and enjoying what they're trying to accomplish you know mm. so you know, if it ain't fun, don't
2: do it
0: okay, and that's one of my um phrases is creativity fuels the soul and I have a creative mind series. so it's the and that's something that when I met with Abram we talked about that every feeling state is energy and every energy essence can be used as a creative opportunity and i love that because when i like to bridge how i help my patients and all different sensory perceptions is people can be in a crisis state like you just mentioned our country being in crisis or a human we can be in crisis if something goes wrong in our day and that's an energy feeling state and energy is something we can, um, if we're in the moment and understand our own energy, we can use it to let ourselves have the feelings. So we've got that cognitive reframing, the nerdiness, the psychiatry, the. but then we can energy wise, it's energy in a quantum universe and we can use it to create and play and have more fun. And the more we learn our energy states, the more we can be of greater service to ourselves and others. And so it's an honor to know you. And is there anything you want to say before we bring Abram on? Because I really want to honor your mind and who you are, Tom. Um no, I'm
1: I'm okay with getting a hold of Abram or however that happens. I still don't know how it works after 51 years, but I might have an idea of how it works. But I'm ready to get him here.
0: If okay. You are. I am too. Let's go.
1: Okay. Give me a minute. And I will see you when it's all done.
2: Hello, my friend.
0: Hi, Avram.
2: How are you feeling?
0: grateful and honored to see you again. It's wonderful to see you again.
1: And I appreciate you also. This is my honor to be with you also again, my friend. So how would you like to begin?
0: I feel like this is such a wonderful time. If you could introduce yourself to everyone and Tom called you an energy essence and described that you've had three human lifetimes. I'm wondering if For people just listening and meeting you right now, if you'd like to just introduce yourself and tell a little bit about you.
1: All right. Thank you for that, my friend. I have had, yes, three physical lives on your planet Earth. One, the time of Atlantis. I was what you can call a marshal in the force. The force was like your military in your present day society. Second life during the time of Jesus, the Christ, not Jesus Christ jesus the christ because there were other people who were christ's also in that time in that lifetime i was basically a sandal maker shoemaker for people my last life was as a mayan shaman in the mayan civilization my life in the time of jesus the christ was very important all lives that I have had, I learned very important things. Atlantis, being a marshal in the force, I was always under orders to do this and to do that and this and that and these, them and those. I got tired of it. I finally walked away, found myself a nice mountain with a cave, and I stayed in that cave for the rest of my life. That was when I learned all about life. Being in touch with nature. During the time of Jesus the Christ, I learned about truth
2: and honor. As a Mayan shaman, I learned the arts of healing,
1: arts, plural, because there are different ways to heal, different uh, means of healing. As I am, now you can call me what you want. Energy essence is fine. You can call me ghost, spirit. A non-physical being, anything you would like to. I call myself Abram. I like to keep things very simple, my friend. So this is what I am all about. What are
2: you all about?
0: Thank you for asking and thank you for sharing. I have a question for you, but I'll make I'll be I'll make sure I answer what I'm all about is love and being in the sacred space with, with whether it's a child, teen, or adult. And in this lifetime, I'm an adult and child psychiatrist, but I'm way more than that. I I feel really blessed when you talk about your three different human lifetimes. I feel like in this current human lifetime, I've done some deep work and have inner knowing and remembrances of other lifetimes. And my um, way I met you, Abram, is through my own inner knowing when I saw Tom say one statement on a reel, I said I already know this being, and then I gave myself the gift of booking a session with you, with Abram. And then Abram, you shared that how how we might already know one another. Do you want to share that now, or should I?
1: Go ahead, you can do it, my friend.
0: Okay, so in the session with Abram, within the first five minutes back in May, he introduced saying that he's from Pleiades. And I've been told that a lot of my all kind, I'm calling it all kind DNA for Love All Kind, AK, um, was also very in tune with that. And then Abram told me that he and I did share a lifetime together as Mayan healers.
2: I assume you're waiting for me to
1: say something.
0: Oh, thank you. I would love for you to comment on that. or what how do you sensory experience? do you access energy awarenesses right now, or do you call upon memory as humans understand it?
1: First of all, everything is energy. People need to understand everything, everyone. Every idea is energy. In energy is found all experience, past, present and future as well which means all times exist now. If people could live more in the present moment in time, there would be no reason for war, trying to control each other, taking advantage of each other and your planet Earth, and all the rest. There would be simplicity. I tell people, if you have a dog, oh, you don't have a dog? Go get yourself a dog. And when you have that dog, watch your dog. Because dogs don't know judgment. They don't judge. They act spontaneously with instinct and upon their instinct only in the now present time. They have no awareness of time, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4.35 and all the rest. They function only in the present moment in time. When people focus on doing that, they then automatically, somehow magically, bring in their dream time into their reality and have both become their identity. This might sound hard to understand or figure out. So let me explain it very simply. You are alive. You are a human being. You have your waking time. You have your sleep time. In your sleep time, you always dream. You also have out-of-body experience every time you sleep and dream. Your dreams can be said they are the real reality. And your waking time is the dream time. Your dreams are the real reality because you are complete consciousness in your dreams. And you function that way. You can also break that down and have dreams being of conscious nature, subconscious nature, and unconscious nature. And many times you will awaken, assuming you sleep at night, you will awaken in the morning or whenever you sleep, you will awaken and you will think to yourself or say to yourself, boy, I had the craziest dream. I don't know what the heck that means at all. I is driving me crazy. That was an unconscious dream because the unconscious mind deals with the abstractions of life. People don't know how to understand abstract ideas. They see an abstract painting on a wall and they think, oh, yes, that is nice. And they turn away and make a face in disgust. What was that? That was just painting gibberish. That's all that. People need to understand they are the unconscious mind, the subconscious mind, where they know everything, the conscious mind, where they usually make a mess of things, and the superconscious or hyperconscious which is an umbrella term for conscious, subconscious, and unconscious mind. So I tell people, focus on pretending when you are awake that you are in a dream. Pretend you are in a dream and just go about your business being in that dream while you are awake. If people do that more, they would understand how energy works more. And they would also understand that everything is just an idea. Everything is an idea. And people would begin to understand that they can take any idea and do anything they would like with the idea. And I tell people, use your instinct. Listen to your inner voice. It is always talking to you, guiding you, bringing you on paths that You need to follow, well, you don't need to do anything, but you need to follow certain paths for a while so that you can understand your identity. That is all I have to say about that. Thank you, my friend.
0: Thank you. I have a term that I have, a piece of artwork that says in, in, and it's in integrity, and it's a shape of a heart. And when you're having your own unique in integrity of self-awareness and self-love, that kind of love can spill over. So when you're in the moment of now and leading with the heart and leading with your own in integrity, I feel like that's your own version of the highest energy or idea or play or creativity.
2: Yes. Integrity. Is a word. That. A lot of people use. Why well, have integrity? Oh, he has
1: integrity. She has integrity. So ask them, define integrity. See what they say. Well, my definition of integrity is. Now, wait, I've thought about this a few times. I still don't understand what it is. So tell me what it is. I tell him integrity is your truth that you use to rely upon yourself when you are in any situation so that you can do the right
2: thing anytime you want to and serve people integrity
1: is truth and compassion Having compassion for people. Of course, you understand what compassion means. And they say, yes, I know. uh, Feeding the homeless and all the rest. And I say, yes. So, How many times a day do you do that? Well, not enough. Well, maybe do it a bit more. All right, I will do it. Thank you. So people have integrity. Many times they don't know where to find it.
2: Stop looking. It is all about you. Exactly. So
0: it's is truth. Within. It's within. So is compassion. Hand on my heart, compassion. Can we discuss the concept of love all kind? I wrote my own integrity in 2015 in the earth time, because we know that the only moment we have is right now. I was very inspired and in leading with the heart. Uh, love All Kind, and I wrote a spiritual mission or a vision board of how I could use my current uh, skill set in this human lifetime to help other people to go deeper within, to have greater self-love and awareness. And when I wrote Love All Kind, it was for all sentient beings in the universe. And Love All Kind, a.k.a. All Kind, is a much more neutral and allows non-judgment because sometimes when we look at whether it's with race, whether it's with politics, whether it's with extra ET or alien, whenever we have words, I think that carry kind of a charged energy of judgment, we kind of go off our path of being in the moment of now and it's more judgmental. So the love all kind concept, I'd love for you to weigh in on that.
1: Thank you, my friend.
2: People need to think about and understand that on your planet Earth, everyone
1: is the same. Yes, it can be that way. If you are thinking, well, it cannot be that way because some are rich and some are poor and some are black and some are white, red, green, yellow, purple, and pink and blue. Think about if everyone was the same, How would that be? It just might be that then everyone would understand everyone else. This is where love comes in. When you understand someone else, you have love for that individual. When you understand your pet, you have love for your pet. When your pet understands you, and they do, they have love for you. And going back to having a dog understand that a dog's consciousness is actually higher than a human being's consciousness because they live only in
2: the moment. Enough said about that. People can look at all
1: forms of life throughout all universes, and there are many universes, absolutely, and they can begin to understand if they want to, that. Everyone is the same. Some are ahead of you in time. Some are behind you in time. Everyone is a person at the present and at some time in the past. All of those alien beings that people call alien beings, they are you in the future time. Very simple. So how can you not have love for them? Love all kinds. Love nature. Love insects. Oh, never mind. I don't want to love insects. They are creepy, crawly things. Oh, get over it. You are connected with insect life, marine life, alien life, plant life, grass, trees, nature, other people. You are connected to everything and everyone. All of you people. You are connected to everything and everyone, whether you like it or not, because everything is energy and you are just energy. And by the way, looking at your reality, understand, and this might be hard to grasp, but think about this. You can look around in your home and everything seems very real. It is not real. You make it real with your thoughts and your emotions. Everything is an illusion. Now, some people are saying, well, you live in a holographic thing that is going on. No, you don't live in a holographic thing. You live in a reality that you project from your inner being, and that reality is to serve you for whatever you want and need as long as you are a physical human being. But don't forget, you are a physical human being. You are also a non-physical human being because you are just energy. You are an illusion, just like your reality is an illusion. To take that one step farther. Being that that might be the case, what do you think you can do with your body, your reality, and your intention? You can do things you have not yet dreamed you can do. When you break everything down to being energy and illusion, you have nothing, but you have everything. How can that be? Because when you have nothing, you have every opportunity to do anything you want to do, to be any way you want to be, to create anything you want to create. Keep things simple, my friends. Keep things simple. Pretend while you are awake That you are in a dream. Just pretend it as you go about your day because you pretend waking up, you pretend putting your clothing on, you pretend bathing, you pretend eating your food, you pretend driving automobiles, you pretend going to your job. And too many people don't like their job. So if you don't like it, change it. It is all right to change what does not suit you. And look at your emotions because I will bet. And I don't bet, but if I were a betting man, I would bet that most people have emotions that no longer serve them, but they get in the way and give them a hard time during their life. Get rid of them, change them. They are just energy. Change the structure by thinking the emotion is a different one. Very simple, my friend. That is what I have to say about that. Thank you.
0: Thank you. This series, Abram, that you're on is called Embrace Your Neurostyle and Beyond. And when I define that, is neurostyle, is that we all, this is all sentient beings, all kind, that we all process and perceive information in our own unique way. And for the earth bridge discussion, I talk about the fabulous five, biological, psychological, social, cultural, spiritual, coupled with sixth sense intuition. And that way, because I know different humans and different people are different sensory perception and different energy awareness, it's an invitation for them to interpret what embrace your neurostyle and beyond means to you in that moment of now and to stay in a place of non-judgment. So I just want to tell you, embrace your neurostyle and beyond and having you, Abram, as a guest and the work you do with Tom Asari is such an honor for me. I'd love for you to weigh in on the embrace your neurostyle and beyond concept.
1: Embrace your neurostyle. and beyond. Embrace your, I, <laughs> say it again.
0: Embrace your neurostyle and beyond.
1: Say it again.
0: Embrace your neurostyle and beyond.
1: Now, say it again and imagine that all the people who are listening to this will say it with you. Go ahead.
0: Embrace your neurostyle and beyond.
1: It brings about a bit uh, more excitement, does it not? Yes, it does. Thank you. Embracing your neurostyle is embracing to me your identity. Yes, people reason things in their own way they intellectualize things in their own way they spiritualize things in their own way all of that they understand things according to their degree of consciousness and integrity i have people come to me and say i want to really raise my consciousness and become spiritual. How can I do that? What do I need to do? I tell them, what you need to do, you really need to do, is just be yourself. Stop searching and find what is within you now. Because you are spiritual. You are consciousness. Use yourself in ways that, you have always thought you cannot use yourself. People think small, people think grand. No matter what you think, there are no grand ideas, there are no small ideas, there are just, only, and always ideas. Neurostyle is an idea, consciousness is an idea. They are all one, they all work together. Think of all of those alien beings out in the universe. Think of them. And as you are thinking of them, realize that one day you will be one of them. That is what I have to say about that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I want to be very respectful of the relationship that you have with Tom. And I know that my understanding is that your energy essence and the way it comes through Tom, um, sometimes when we're experiencing different energies, we have to really take good care of our human vessel. So maybe we could end just with some tips on being kind to your own body. With, I know that Tom's mentioned that, um, and this is for me too, if I see a lot of patience in a day, or if I don't give myself the pauses and the breaks that we don't, we can't access the moment of now. So I was thinking maybe we could wrap up this show with first of all, me saying, thank you for you being on, but then some just bottom line tips on good self-care. I always talk about self-care as the new cool. And I know Tom's mentioned, and we both have mentioned that it can get tiring. And one of the things I do is I go swimming and then I actually access other dimensions the way I understand the universe. And I let things drop into my uh, awareness. I know some people play music. Some people go out in nature. I know if we, if we have a dog, we're, we're in a vibrational frequency of consciousness. What would be your tips going into the new year for people to do really good self-care in the human body?
2: Thank you. First of all, Realize you have a physical body and an energetic body. To keep it functioning completely, talk to it. Talk to your physical body.
1: If you have something going on that you call wrong, an illness, or an ache or a pain or something, talk to it, ask it, what do you need from me? What can I do for you so that you can complete yourself and leave my body? It will tell you exactly what it needs from you. And it will 99% of the time be a change in how you express yourself emotionally. Love, joy, sorrow, sadness, frustration, all of those emotions are labels. Labels mean nothing. All emotions are energy, power. They all have the same power. So you can't take anger as an example and just pretend it is joy and it will change. Understand your emotions. Talk to your body. Look at yourself in the mirror one time a day. Smile at yourself and say, boy, oh, boy, you are beautiful, and then walk away and go about your day. Acknowledge your body
2: in any way you would like to all day long. Your body is not
1: meant to be ill. The human body is meant to be strong, secure, safe, and healthy. And yes, when I work with Tom, I give him energy. Another thing that brings him good energy after we get done working together is his relaxing with a nice cigar of his choice. Everyone has something they relax with. Maybe a drink, alcoholic drink. Don't do too many of those. Maybe a cigar. Maybe just candy, anything. When you are with that thing that comforts you, say thank you. Talk to it. Say thank you.
2: When you are
1: preparing to eat your meals, say thank you. Then eat your meal. Be respectful of nature. Be in nature as much as you can be in nature. That will bring you more healing energy than any any energy healer on your planet Earth. Any magician, you know what I mean. Nature is all about energy. It will give you all the touch a tree, hug a tree. Sounds crazy. Yes, it does, but it works. The tree will talk back to you, give you energy. Use that for healing your body. Also heal your mind. You can read books. You can attend lectures. But the best thing you can do to heal your mind is to sit in silence. Don't focus on anything. Just sit and just listen to all the sounds around you. Sit in silence. Listen to the sounds. Get to know your reality. Those are a few things that will keep you vibrating
2: at a good pitch, a good level, which is what you want. Thank you.
0: Thank you. I wanna specifically thank you, Abram, for the time we've spent so far in 2023. We've had meetings with you, well Sue, and then obviously Tom and you together, but you coming through Tom. And we've outlined some exciting ways to work together in the near future. And Tom and I have that um, evolving. I just want to say thank you for the transmissions. And also when I read the book that Tom and Sue did about you, much of it in there, uh, especially the Mayan healer time period of your human lifetime is something that I resonate with in this lifetime. And I just want to say thank you for my understanding of energy right now, which keeps humbly growing. And I want to invite everyone else to just grow and play and imagine and create. But I just want to thank you because I feel like somehow the energy, Abram, of you and I meeting again is something I do not take lightly. I just want to say thank you to the universe for this energy connection of re-remembering who I am and then attracting, meeting you and Tom, thank you for our time so far that in this current uh, human time for me, thank you.
1: And I will thank you also, my friend. This has been fun for me. Yes, we will be working together again and we will have more fun. So again, thank
2: you. I appreciate you. Enjoy your day.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Abram. I'm back. I'm sending you loving energy.
1: (laughs) I'll take it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, We ended Abram and I ended talking about how people can give themselves more love and self care. And I explained that sometimes I have a lot of patients or Tom's doing a lot of work with Abram. And we really focused on the importance of nature. He brought up your nice cigar. And <laughs> I want to let you know, my father, who would have been 80, uh, November 20th, 2023, Uh, loved his cigar as well. And we're also from Chicago. My dad grew up going to St. Mel's. I know about Cicero Avenue. So I feel like this is uh, like layers of gifts for me. Um, The the simple idea of you smoking a stogie or, and my father, we always had (laughs) three dogs. So I feel like my father and you would have known how to hang. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, Abram also said that he gives you energy as well. Yeah. So I just want you to know, I put, when I put my hand on my heart and this is for everyone watching or listening, when you put your hand on your heart and you ground yourself to that moment, if you don't have a dog or if you're not in nature, you can do different things to make yourself kind of calm down and take that breath. And I know Tom's been working really like so many people want to work with you and Abram. And I'm imagining going into the new year that you and I get the opportunity to use both of our energy fields and work with Sue, you and Abram in a way that helps reach more people, but in a way that we're having fun and in a yeah. way that just makes sense for our integrity. So it yeah. went really well with Abram. We covered, um, love all kind, we covered embrace your neurostyle and beyond, and then we covered, um. Energy, nature, God consciousness. It really is a great way to go into the new year, really pure. Uh, this to me, I want this to be the show that I launch right before going into 2024, because it's a great way to start out the year. Good. Sounds good. Well, and I want to thank you, Tom, for all the love and time and effort you've put into the body of work you've done for 51 years.
1: Yeah, I I was a drummer in a band when I first started channeling and my whole life was going to be music (laughs) and everything changed. And I started channeling and music went away for a while. But then I was told that music will come back and you'll be doing both, which is what I'm doing now, being, you know, being the channel and doing my music. This is my part of my studio, you know.
0: and I was told in my own Akashic record reading that you were going to do something with music, Denise. And I have a song with Emily Eddins and Beverly, Love Your Neurostyle Style Children's Song that we're adding the male voice. And so I just want to set the intention for 2024 for everyone listening of what they want to do to play more, dream big and imagine like Abram. I'm My intention and in the, the cadence I want to work with Tom and Abram is that we actually end up having more fun playing, adding more music, being silly, because I feel like if we can do that and be that playful change and good self-care, then that's another way to reach more people. So I think yes. let's, let's shoot for more fun and more play and more music and, and just more creativity. Yep.
1: Yeah. And again, if it ain't fun, don't do it.
0: Woo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you again. And can you can you let everyone know, I, I want to tell you when this show launches, I think I will be having um, a YouTube. I haven't been using YouTube and there's all kinds of new media ways to reach people. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. But Tom, can you let everyone know where they can find you and how they can work with you and Abram?
1: Yeah. you can, People can go to Abram's website, not mine, but Abram's website. It's www.abram, A B R A M, abramchanneling.net. They can, they can.
0: abramchanneling.net, abramchanneling.net. Yeah. And uh, I had tears of joy throughout many of the times. So if you're listening to this, everyone, maybe you could hear my voice change. This to me is what it's all about. I am. Um, I have this playful curiosity and gratitude for meeting people like Tom and, and being open to the energy awareness and also my own inner knowing of Abram and everyone, you're at your own place of understanding consciousness and what feels right for you. So remember whether it's Tom, myself, a friend, your doctor, spiritual leader, just be true to you because you have your own answers. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Abram. Thank you, universe. (laughs) Happy new year, everyone.
1: Thank you. Happy new
2: year.